Well, hello, it's another wild and wacky week at the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast. It's Tina Constant here, and as always, if you want the waffle, then drop to the show notes or go and visit www.tinaconstant.com. And since we're all about getting right to the story, this week's tale is all about a man called Orem Grimshaw, who lived not far from where you are now. Orem Grimshaw liked to plan. Everything from what he was going to eat that day to how he managed his land was planned to the finest degree. He had lists for everything, targets for everything, and woe betide anyone who tried to change those plans. Now, because his plans were so meticulous and his implementation was so uncompromising, his life, for the most part, ran in straight, predictable lines. He didn't often have to change his course because he included, as far as he could, plans for when his initial plan got interrupted. Year in and year out, Orem Grimshaw conducted his life and the lives of those around him according to the strict scheduled regiment. Now, when I say those around him, I mean his long-suffering wife and his mother-in-law, an old woman who, he anticipated, would die, making it possible for him to take over her land and expand his property, all part of the plan. To that end, every year, Orem Grimshaw had a line in his plan. Bury Clara. And he had to admit, it rankled him when every year, Bury Clara was the only thing he couldn't tick off his list of things to do. It seemed to him the old woman got stronger, happier and more annoying every year. Her land stretched down the valley over the hill and across the middle of the next valley towards the village. And then when her oldest friend passed on, with no children or family of his own, he left his land to Clara, which meant her property stretched all the way to and around the village. Now, what annoyed Orem Grimshaw most was that the batty old woman didn't even farm the land right. She let people in the village plant whatever they wanted, however they wanted, wherever they wanted, and she didn't even charge them. As a result, only a small fraction of Orem's crops could be sold at the local village because they already had all they needed from their own efforts. Why so upset? Clara would laugh when her son-in-law came to her house to argue or scrutinize her stores or simply to stand at her fence and complain. So as you can imagine, every year when Orem Grimshaw created a new plan, adding the line item, Berry Clara, got more and more frustrating. Until one year. Having read a book on how to get things done, Orem added a date, a deadline, so to speak. He was doing his usual annual planning on January the 1st, so carefully following instructions, he committed to ticking that item off his list by January 31st at the very latest. 
With no time to lose and snow thick on the ground, Orem Grimshaw began to implement his plan. First, he snuck into Clara's house at two in the morning on a bitter cold night. He swept the snow off the steps leading to her front and her back doors. He sprayed them with a thin sheen of water and watched as it froze to clear, brutal, invisible ice. She'll fall, he chuckled. She'll crack her head and she'll be done. Everyone will agree it was an accident. Then I'll bury her. Tick the box. Job done. With a hint of frostbite on his fingertips and toes, he scurried home. But the next day he was annoyed to hear the old woman laugh as she strolled up the path to see her daughter. Jimmy from the village dropped by this morning, she said. He delivered a batch of the most amazing bread, but the poor man slipped on ice, broke his arm and got a mean bump on his head. The doctor says such a fool might have done me in. Orem scowled and left the two women to their hot soup and irrelevant natter. The next week, Orem went over to Clara's house and broke the seals on the gas tanks that fed her stove. That'll do it, he coughed and sputtered as he took in a lungful of the noxious fumes. She'll light the stove for a morning tea and boom! Still hobbling with frostbite and coughing to clear gas from his lungs, he scurried home again. By lunchtime, he was thrilled to hear about talk of a fire. But it was Clara doing the talking, saying she'd be spending the next three days beside a friend's cosy fire because a leak in her tank meant there was none left in the morning when she went to light her stove to make her morning tea. Just as well, she said. Would have made an awful mess of the garden. Orem cursed, but wasn't disheartened. If she was going away for three days, he'd be able to get into the house and sabotage every step, every brick, every inch and every fibre of her dreaded place. There would be no way she'd survive a total collapse. And he would finally be able to tick the cursed item off his to-do list. Encouraging his wife to join her mother in the village, Orem was free for three whole days to carry out his plan. Now, while all this was going on, Orem Grinshaw didn't know that he was being watched. Not by anyone in the village, not by anyone in the next village, but by the oracle who lived in a mountain cottage three valleys away. The oracle smiled as she watched Orem pack his tools and head to Clara's house. She snickered as he stripped, tore and shook the old woman's house until a sparrow landing on the roof would bring it crashing down. And the oracle laughed out loud as she watched Orem pack his tools away, step out of Clara's house, stand on an icy patch on her top step and fall. As he fell, he grabbed the doorframe. His weight was far more than that of a sparrow landing on the roof, which meant as Orem Grimshaw hit the ground, the entire house came crashing onto his head. 
The oracle sighed a happy sort of sigh. She put the kettle on and made a cup of hot, sweet tea. Then she cut herself a slightly larger slice of apple pie and sat down with her list of things to do. She puts a lovely big tick next to Barry Orem Grimshaw. So satisfying, she said, to get things done according to plan. She flipped through her list of things to do. Barry Clara was there, but it was not due to be done for a very, very long time. Well, that's it from the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast today. Short and sweet, but I think you get the point. You know, we can only plan so much. Uh, all the waffle is in the show notes or drop around to www.tinaconstant.com and come and say hello. In the meantime, have a spectacular week and I will see you next time. Bye-bye now.